Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. From the Apostrophe Podcast Network. Aggressor Adventures. For over 35 years, we've designed adventure vacations around the world, helping travelers experience the majesty of the oceans and the call of the wild on our dive trips, river cruises, and safaris. From the Galapagos Islands and the South Pacific to the land of the pharaohs on the Nile River, with personalized service in every vacation destination. Aggressor. Adventures of a Lifetime. You're surviving life with Les Stroud. This is part one of my interview, well, mostly it's morning coffee and jam session, with the artist known as Aradia. It really is more of a chilled out morning with coffee and a couple of musicians kind of moment. Not so much an interview. Inasmuch as it has been a privilege and honor for me to meet a lot of well-known artists and creators, it's equally so to meet many talented artists over the course of my lifetime that aren't so well-known, but who are every bit as talented and they just keep on giving. I have many artist friends like this, and a new one in recent years is Aradia. The best thing for me about Aradia as an artist is you can't pin her down to one thing. She keeps on creating, keeps on bearing her soul, keeps on inspiring women, and girls, and men too, and that is always to be admired in an artist. Someone who just keeps the output and outflow of their creativity happening. To help you understand her now, she describes herself as a conscious Indie-tronica artist. From her Facebook page, Aradia Music, her introduction reads thusly, Aradia is a self-produced, multi-instrumentalist singer-songwriter that brings something with originality and depth to the world of alternative pop. Her progressive building arrangements echo elements of Robin, Marina, Blondie, and Roosevelt, artfully blending new disco, 80s guitar rock, and modern electronica. Born in the New York City metropolitan area, and studying music from early childhood, she, after a sojourn to Seattle and Los Angeles, where she fine-tuned her craft and her sound, went back to New York City to focus on live performances and to release a string of anthemic singles. She now continues to do so from Long Island Sound in Connecticut. Well, what I got to experience of a radio was purely solo and acoustic. No drum machines, no Blondie. Not that I have anything against Blondie. I don't want to break her heart of glass, I was just happy to discover Aradia's ability to mellow out and in doing so express a soft and sultry voice easily perfect for a coffee house anywhere, anytime. To set the stage, we were in my living room with Peter Cleese joining us on guitar and what you're about to hear is some early morning, very loose jamming. Minimal chatting also. Just a fun coffee-induced morning jam session. These are the words of Aradia. It, I had to go there. 
like I had to live there for a while because it was a bubble. You know, everybody recycles, never see anybody littering. There's never any, a dead animal on the road because people will get into a car accident before they hit an animal. I mean, it sounds like a wild generalization, but it's true. Wishing that I could be among the trees and listening to the songs of Dealing with reality is something that it took me a really long time to be able to do. Accepting the fact that it's going to be this way for a while, and it is this way now, regardless of how long it's going to be like this. It's this way now. So your resistance to what is is what causes your suffering, and I fully believe that. We are from an M-class I need, I, Don't you hate the, 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 oh. the solo intro sections? All right, here we it's go. It's better when you start off with like, and the whole band kicks in. Yeah. One, two, three, four. from an M 
what gets your goat? Oh, is, is there is there a specific oh. cause that you're like I can't believe they're doing this, or is there? Do you get involved? What's what's, oh, yeah. what's getting your goat these days? Lots of things. I have to like totally avoid a lot of social media and the news for really? sure. Oh yeah, I get way way too like amped up about it. Uh, like one of my biggest challenges of being here at all is is dealing with my righteous indignation about things in general. So I kind of don't understand how people do things like, I mean, callously. Yeah. Just throw food out the window on the freeway. You literally just read my mind. Yeah. So live it. When I lived in Seattle, I had to go there. Like I had to live there for a while because it was a bubble, you know, everybody recycles, never see anybody littering. There's never a dead animal on the road because people will get into a car accident before they hit an animal. I mean, it sounds like a wild generalization, but it's true. It was for my own self-preservation that I stayed there as long as I did, because you can hide from the reality of the rest of the world. So, you know, I get upset about the water situation in the Dakotas, the the pipeline. Um, I get upset about ivory, the ivory trade. It's disgusting and sickening. I get super upset when I hear things about the dolphin the mass killings of dolphins or people wailing in different parts of the world. It's more about just the planet in general. I guess like the umbrella issue that really gets me is how many people there are and how mindless everybody is about how many people we have on the planet. When we look at all of our problems, a lack of water, a a lack of food or whatever, the dwindling habitat of countless species, it really comes down to the fact that there's too many people. For me, what ends up happening is we end up leading a life of conflict. We can't escape these lives of conflict that we lead. Right. You flew on an airplane to get here. Right. Any idea how much jet fuel it took just for your mm-hmm. body, how much pollution was expelled? I own a truck. But we can lambaste ourselves and live in guilt and be and do nothing, you know, or understand that all right, it's a modern society full of lives of conflict that we must lead, but that doesn't mean we can't live better. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because it's going to be this way for a while. And it is this way now, regardless of how long it's going to be like this. It's this way now. So your resistance to what is, is what causes your suffering. And I fully believe that. So I had to finally get to a point where I recognize that, yeah, um, we have trucks and we're not divorced from oil or anywhere near it. So what I committed to was I'm going to do the best I can with my little corner of the planet. So I drive an electric vehicle, which would clearly not work up here, but it works. Yeah. Well, then that's why I have a truck. Look where I live. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, it's, you have to do what works for where you are. So it was a very difficult transition for me to move to Los Angeles where we're in a drought and I'm driving past people who are watering their lawns. Mm. You want to talk about getting my goat right now? I'm on Twitter about that a lot. No, the drought's not over just because it rained a bunch this year. Yeah. So to me, it's like act locally and, and locally meaning like at home. Mm-hmm. So my first commitment when it comes to that stuff is to not be a hypocrite. Yeah, no, that's a very good distinction to make. Act locally is really nebulous. But when you say, no, act locally at home and of course in your neighborhood, but it's, you're right. It's act locally does mean at home. Yeah. And I'm pretty obsessive. Like I'll pick up dog poop when I see it and I leave notes for people and thank them for no scaping their property. You know, when they remove their grass, 
and I recycle everything. I'll take it to a place if I have to. I don't throw anything out. If it's still in good condition, I give it away to someone I know or I, or I donate it. And not to sound all like nobody's perfect, right? I do what I can. I make mistakes. And I, there, I, and like you said, you, there's that, that life of conflict. I mean, there are going to be times when, you know, I can't recycle something and I have to throw it in the garbage, like electronics and batteries. Like, what do I do with those? I don't know. So I, I, so I do the best I can, but I think the biggest thing I try to do is, again, in a non-preachy way, try to educate people. You know, if I see somebody doing something that's totally mindless, I try in a really gentle way if it's appropriate or if I feel like it's appropriate to, to sort of just plant a seed of, hey, did you know that like doing that can cause blah, blah, blah. And what's amazing to me is how few people mean to do, like, it's not like they're, they're actively being mindless about it. They literally are just not thinking. And when you catch them and you say something more often than not, they're like, oh man, like I never thought of that. It's a very easy uh, slope to slip down. Uh, I face it here all the time. Huntsville, Ontario, Canada happens to be a place that's really uh, friendly for recycling. You can recycle even the thin plastic bags. Um, oh, wow. There's other places you can't. And so I have three large containers for recycling and one garbage container. But the minute I have a lot of people here, if I have a party, I mean, I, unless I'm going to be the garbage Nazi, it's impossible. Yeah. It's really, and you, you, and you do find, I find myself going, seriously, seriously, there's three blue bins here with cans and right. bottles in them. And you just threw the and, can right. in the garbage. Seriously. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I become that guy, you know, mm -hmm. I, be, I become very frustrated at, at, at that. But then what do you do? You're at a party, you right. know, you know, but what are you going to do? Spoil the party, you know, uh, rain on everybody's parade. And so I, I, you know, I'm left sometimes wondering, trying to figure out what to do in those scenarios. So this leads me to a great place. I mean, one of the things we can do is we write songs, right? Would you want to be involved in a festival of artists and musicians and there where the whole festival and the whole purpose was to celebrate nature and reconnect people to nature as well as inform about issues of yeah, nature. Yeah, I've been looking for that festival for yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, okay. Literally. Because, you know, one of the issues we run into as artists, is, uh, and it happens all that's happening with the recent election and, and all of that sort of stuff, is, is uh, actors, for example, will say stuff while they're winning their award and that. And a lot of times they get lumped in, It's I call it the bleeding hearts and artists. Yeah. Right? You know? <laughs> I'm really conscious of the reality of things. I think mm -hmm. a lot of times, including really altruistic thinking, you know, and beautiful, heartfelt thinking. But to me, there's always like, yeah, but what's the reality side? It's like, it's like in The Grinch is Stole Christmas and Jim Carrey's acting is The Grinch. And at one point he says in the movie, he goes, bleeding hearts of the world unite. Because he's sick to his stomach right. of what they're talking about. Yeah. And that's just a comedy thing. Uh, it's funny that you're a Trekkie because I actually do like drawing profound moments from silly films like we talked about paul yeah you know and and in, awesome. in, 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 and like in men in men in black mm -hmm. which is a silly comedy movie space you know special effects sci-fi but he's uh, you know will smith says well come on man people are smart and he goes no 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 he goes a person is smart people are stupid and prone to it's like yeah, yes. yeah. And I was like, wow, I want to go meet that writer because that's a good point. Absolutely. A person is smart, but when you get people banded together, like at Scary. my party here at a house, individually, these are friends of mine. They all know what recycling is. They're right. intelligent individuals. <laughs> but, in, but, but put in the, in the pack mentality, throw in a bit of alcohol, 
And stuff is being thrown in the garbage right beside a recycling bin. Yep. And that, that whole, you just like, don't, you know, you're like, okay, really? So I, I just find that to me, taking this as an artist and going into places where we write about it in our songs or we, you know, I want to actually focus on festivals that, that do this, I think is a great place for us to go. So yeah. I'll use that as a segue. What's the next song you want to do and, and what's it about? And hopefully, we'll, uh, hopefully the band will, will return yeah. and step in. So this next song... Uh, it doesn't really have a title. I've been calling it Car. Um, it's something that I started a really long time ago when I was a teenager and just finished recently because it was just kind of hanging there in the back of my head. And this song is just kind of about walking through a city landscape and sort of wishing that I was in nature. Interesting. Okay. Peter, are you here? Yep. And a one. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter Klisch. Taking the stage. I gotta I better sit up I don't know. We're gonna We're play a song. The, that bossa that that took Paradia twenty years of her life to write. It's just the wind and I as I make my way as things are changing so quickly. And I see what no one else sees. That it's real more than anyone could know. And I go to places you don't even know.
Very nice. I'm glad you finished that song. <laughs> If you like this podcast, please be sure to check out my interview with prolific and immensely talented artist Pearson Ross on Surviving Life with Les Stroud. You know what? Aggressor Adventures, while being the largest liveaboard dive operation in the world, is so much more. They have safaris and excursions to the corners of the globe, exciting opportunities to see vast archaeology, history, and natural wonders. I've been traveling and diving with them for years, and I cannot endorse them enough for being simply the best there is at making sure your worldwide adventure is a safe, comfortable, and exciting one. Take it from a guy who has done a lot of adventuring. Who do I travel with on my vacations? Aggressor Adventures. Your surviving life with Les Stroud. So why don't I do one? Yes, we'll please. We'll up a little bit. Why don't we do Arctic? Let's do Arctic, Mister. So it'll break yes. the Yes. I'm going to put my guitar not here so I don't look like a total loser because I'm not going to play on it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a sea in Arctic? Uh, there's the Arctic Sea, yes. Uh, <laughs> you, I knew that's where you were going to go with that. All right. So let's do that again. So this song... It's interesting that we talked earlier about sort of the yin and the yang and, the, and sort of the feminine masculine mm-hmm. spirit. And, and I have no way of avoiding the fact that I usually come on the yang side of the equation, which is fine. But then, you know, often times beauty can be captured when you, when you 
kind of force yourself to go to the other side. In other words, for me, to force myself to be soft and sensitive. Mm -hmm. and, and, but I happen to be working with a, a co-writer named Brian Potvin, and he's an excellent writer. And Brian tends to write on the positive side, the uplifting side, mm -hmm. major chords, that sort of thing. Okay. I tend to do, you know, the more minor chords, vibey, moody, you know, darker lyrics. You put the two together and you get, you know, sometimes some really interesting things. So, um, Brian had come up with this, you know, and we were talking about doing it really icy sounding because it was to represent the Arctic. The Arctic yeah. And by being forced into a chord structure by my co-writer, I instantly just wrote lyrics and melody that were meant to celebrate oh, nature. I love this song you know. so much. Well, thank you. Whereas some, but usually at home I'd be like, "We're all gonna die. We're going to hell in a handbag, and the world's going like to shit." Class. Yeah. yeah so, I hear so this is Arctic Mistress, and so yeah, just feel I'm free to sing along. To Just fucked that up so yeah, bad. Yeah, because it was there. feel. I went to the wrong lyric and you knew it. I Isn't totally knew it. All right. Let's see if there was a C in this. And a one and a two. Of ice 
This cold Arctic mistress Breathe The Arctic air Feel Feel What she shares That's part one. Make sure you check out part two of my morning coffee and jam session with Aradia, or as well, a very similar interview jam session set up with the artist Pearson Ross. This podcast is, as the saying used to go, brought to you by Aggressor Adventures. Choose your adventure. Surviving Life with Les Stroud is presented by the Apostrophe Podcast Network and is mixed by Keith Ullman. You're surviving life with me, Les Stroud. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Survivor Man Les Stroud, as I have hundreds of videos there and more going up every week. From Survivor Man Archive to Bigfoot to Wild Harvesting Tips to Urban Disaster Survival, it's all there and it's all free. My brand new series, Wild Harvest, featuring local foraging and turning those wild edibles into sumptuous dishes, is now on National Geographic Asia, PBS stations in the United States, and Cottage Life Television in Canada. The brand new special, Surviving Disasters with Les Stroud, is now on a PBS station near you in the United States or on my YouTube channel. And my brand new children's book, Wild Outside, written for your kids. It's all about getting your kids into the out of doors. And it's out now. Google it. I'm an easy find on Google for those and so much more that I produce during any given year, no matter what's happening on the world stage. We'll figure this life out together. Cue that ripping harmonica solo, Keith. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.